We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 3 o'clock before we dish the rock to the Hoffman Show. He'll take you on your drive home. The final hour of power here on Burgundy in Gold today, taking you up to 3 o'clock, as I mentioned. Right now, though, Team 980 listener lines are packed right now. So if you're on the line trying to get in, keep dialing. Keep dialing. I promise we'll get to you here. Team 980 listener lines, 301-230-0980. The question at hand right now, who has more pressure on them heading into this weekend's game against the Dallas Cowboys? Offensive coordinator Scott Turner or defensive coordinator Jack Dorio? I gave you all some of the numbers here. Washington, defensively, ranked 27th in the National Football League in points per game allowed. Ranked 28th in the National Football League in yards per game allowed. It's been ugly for Jack Del Rio's group. It hadn't been pretty for Scott Turner's group either. Washington, 15 sacks allowed. Tied for most in the National Football League in the first three weeks. And those 15 sacks through three weeks are tied for the most in franchise history. So at some point, at some point, the numbers ain't going to keep lying to you. But I wanted to say this about Jack Del Rio's group. Because based off of what we've seen in the last two weekends, specifically in the first half, there could be some sort of recency bias here to answer and say that Scott Turner has more pressure on him. But let me remind you the piss-poor effort that we saw from Washington defensively last year. This was supposed to be one of the best defensive lines in football, yet they were 17th in the NFL in sacks, a metric that definitely tells you just how good or bad your defensive line is performing. They were 25th in the entire National Football League in tackles for loss. Another metric that shows you whether or not your defensive line is up to snuff or not. 32nd in QB hurries. You get the point. Playmakers have to make plays at some point, and right now, for Jack Del Rio's group, it's just not happening on a down-in and down-out basis. At some point, at some point, the person who is the teacher, talking about Jack Del Rio, has to be held responsible for what's going on on the football field. I want to hear from you guys, though. Team 980 listener lines, 
0980. Twitter and Instagram, you can tap in with me there as well. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Let's go to Leon, who's in Silver Spring, wants to tap in. What's going on, Leon? My man. Well, you know, Paulie was hitting it. He, 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 he was hitting it right there. Because, see, when you run the ball, that slows the defense up. Then you can then you can go back and pass even seven-step if you want to. But you got to run the ball, see. And uh, that's what Paulie was talking about, um, you know, about us not being physical. That guy, Cosby, is a very good run blocker. He was one of the best in college. And uh, you need to run it, the ball, that's his strength. You know, you're not putting him back on his heels. You know, you you blocking. And a lot of times when you block and play action, you don't, you don't even have to go that far back on your heels, you know, because you play action in. And I like to see some more. Read and uh, read, read offense. Some a little bit more plays like that. Because Carson R- did read offense when he played in Philadelphia, and did he was very good with that. Of course, he was mobile, but you don't have to be that mobile to do the read offense. And uh, you know, throw to your tight ends down the middle, man. Let them punish the defensive safeties. You know what I mean? We, we got to be physical. Have to be physical. Hey, I appreciate your call, my man. Look, at some point. The physicality of this offense has to come out. I know a lot of people are waiting on the return of Commander's rookie running back Brian Robinson before you start to see this football team run it on a consistent basis. But Brian Robinson isn't coming back anytime soon, as far as I'm concerned. We got to maneuver like Antonio Gibson is this team's feature back. And I will say this, for all the criticism that Antonio Gibson received this offseason because of the fumble from last year and then the fumble in the preseason game against Carolina – He has run the football extremely hard, extremely hard the past two weekends, specifically last week against Philadelphia. There was a point in time in that first half, Antonio Gibson was averaging 4.7 yards a carry, yet to the point of the callers, Scott Turner and company refused to continue running the football. At some point offensively, you have to find your identity, right? This is still NFC East big boy, black and blue football. At some point, you have to find your identity and establish your identity as an offense and as a defense. But right now, offensively, it's clear this team doesn't know whether or not they want to pass the football or whether or not they want to run the football. And I know that makes it sound super simple. But sometimes in the game of football, it is just that damn simple. You must establish your identity or else you're going to have problems throughout the duration of the football season. I want to hear from you guys, though. Team 980 listener lines wide open. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. Let's go to Little. Who wants to tap in? What's going on, Little? You're there, Little. Little's not there. Let's move on. Let's go to Roy, who's in Brunswick, wants to tap in. What's going on, Roy? Hey, man. Awesome show. I appreciate you, my man. So, honestly, this year, I think more pressure's on Turner because the investment was put into the offseason on offense. I mean, the reason that they couldn't get a premier linebacker that they desperately need is because they got wins. They used all their draft capital. Um, you know, their top, what, two out of the three top picks were offense. It sucks that, um, you know, the running back Robinson got hurt. But, you know, if you're Del Rio, you're like, look, my best player hasn't seen the field yet. He was hurt last year. You hamstrung us with Landon Collins and then William Jackson the third. That's all the investment you put. Well, he's been terrible. That's like twelve, thirteen million, and the you got rid of Ionitis and settle for any kind of uh, you know rotation depth that's gone, and then the rookie that you draft gets carted off the field. Meanwhile, Turner 
has all these weapons. And if you told me before the Philly game that they would score 24 points, I'd be like, okay, cool. This told you we won. I would have thought, thought we won the game, come. right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, and it's and it's Turner's fault. Uh, two weeks in a row, especially knowing that Chase Roulier's out. The first series, you do a, a nice jet sweep to Curtis Samuel. You you create all this havoc with the Bills to bring in McKissick. Now it's like he doesn't even exist anymore, and it's your fault for calling all this five- and seven-step drop nonsense when you know if you're scared of Gibson fumbling the ball, Carson Wentz is ten times more likely to fumble the ball. If you call the quick pass game, how does Terry McLaren not have three screens built into the the first 15 plays? How does Samuel not have, like, two or three jet sweeps? How does McKissick and Gibson combined not have five to seven halfback swings, halfback screens? How does Logan Thomas not have a tight end screen? Like, that's how you get rid of of that pressure, you make Hutchinson from the Lions move laterally. You make the front four from Philly have to play like zone and have to worry about getting chipped. And you don't assume that you can run like, oh, we got a big arm now. Wow. Well, you can't trust your hey, guys Roy, to block five and seven yard drops. You Roy, can't. Roy, you got to get to the other guys on the line, but I appreciate your call, my man. Cutting promos here on Burgundy and Gold today. That's how you bring it. The way Paulie from the 757 brings it. The way Tippy brings it. The way Roy in Brunswick brings it. Come with your best, man. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. The question is uber simple this afternoon. Who has more pressure on them heading into Dallas week, Jack Del Rio or Scott Turner? I've given you some of the numbers. I'll, re- I'll re-rack this stat because this was one of my favorites when I was getting prepped for the show today. Let's look at the timing of Terry McLaurin's first catch of the game through the first three games this season. Week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars, Terry McLaurin doesn't have a reception or a target until the first play of the second quarter. This is a 1,000-yard receiver from last year. This is one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League, as far as I'm concerned, yet we can't scheme him up a target until the second quarter? At some point, at some point, I know I always say playmakers make plays, but at some point, this coaching staff has to do a better job putting the playmakers in position to make plays. Week two against the Detroit Lions, Terry McLaurin's first catch, doesn't come until a minute, 15 seconds in to the third quarter this time. So you didn't learn from your mistake against Jacksonville because, oh, we won the game. That's all that matters. We won, damn it. Who cares about who gets how many targets? But at some point, man, your playmakers are going to bail you out of inept situations. Terry McLaurin, week three against Philadelphia, doesn't get his first catch until eight minutes into the third quarter. It's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. Now, look, I've given Scott Turner a mulligan for the performance of this offense the past two seasons because guess what? Whether we want to admit it or not, it is super-duper hard to be efficient as an offensive coordinator unless you have the quarterback under center that you want. And based off of everything we've been told this offseason, Washington hasn't had a guy as physically as gifted as Carson Wentz under center. Him being under center allows you to open up the vertical element of this passing game. That's what we were told, right? That's what we were told, right? So why in the hell, so why in the hell has Washington went three and out the 10th most times in the National Football League? These are real numbers, people. I have no reason to lie. Washington has gone three and out the 10th most times in the entire National Football League. That makes it a hell of a lot harder on your defense when you're constantly going three and out. How do they get any type of rest? How do they build any type of continuity? It's simple. It really is simple. 
Washington, 15 sacks allowed. Tied for most in the National Football League. Those 15 sacks, the most in franchise history. The most in franchise history through three games. You are historically bad offensively right now. Call it what it is. We all want to get on the case of Jack Del Rio. Everybody wants to give Jack Del Rio a hard time. Guess what? Jack Del Rio is void of talent on that side of the ball. Straight up, he's void of talent on, on that side of the ball. But that doesn't mean his unit shouldn't be performing better either. The pressure's on both of them as far as I'm concerned. I want to hear from you guys, though. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Who has more pressure on them heading into Dallas, Jack Del Rio or Scott Turner? Let's go to... Let's go to Jay, who wants to tap in. What's going on, Jay? Question, bro. Like, if we got 24 points, you think we win. So the defense is doing a good enough job to win, even being devoid of talent with no linebackers. But I'm going to challenge you on one thing. You say we need to establish our identity. All the callers are already telling you, and you know we already have our identity. We are the team in the history of the NFL to win three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. So I don't want to hear Scott needs a quarterback. Baltimore got their first Super Bowl with Trent. With Trent at quarterback. <laughs> you ain't wrong, buddy. Right? So we get Carson Wentz. When he was in Philly, MVP candidate, all he had was Jack Ertz. Now we got a true number one. He got Dotson. He got Samuels was healthy. We got a couple of nice little running backs. We not putting up no points? How is this not on Scott? He's the offensive coordinator. He's not the quarterback whisperer. He's not the quarterback coordinator. He coordinates the whole offense. So if he's not getting Terry the ball until the second half, we got uh, the best wide receiving core Wentz has ever had, and he looks worse than ever. How is it not on? How is it not on Scott when you said yourself, if you tell us we got twenty four points against the Eagles, we're gonna win that game because our offense should be putting up more than twenty four points. Hey, Jay, my man, you always come hot and heavy. I appreciate the call. Look, it is what it is at this point. I'm not in the business of pulling punches to protect people's feelings. I'm gonna call it how a ti is. Nine times out of ten, seven days out of the week, and twice on Sundays. At some point, at some point, people have to be held accountable. At some point, playmakers got to go out and make plays. This is a universal blame pot. Everybody that's involved in this thing has a piece of it. Straight up, I gave you some of the numbers. This is what's damning to me, though, defensively. The regression defensively is probably what's got me more up in arms than anything else. I gave you the numbers from last year. Washington led the NFL in passing touchdowns given up with 34. They gave up 34 passing touchdowns last year. Already for the, through the first three weeks of action, they have given up the most passing touchdowns. That's eight passing touchdowns given up in three weeks. I'm no mathematician. We got our co-producer in studio right now, Mr. Syracuse himself. If you give up three, eight passing touchdowns every three weeks, you're on pace for giving up at least 50 damn touchdowns, if I'm correct. 50. So at some point, the regression can't continue to happen without any type of major changes being made. I can get up here and talk till I'm blue in the face. Sunday's a must win against Dallas, and both of these damn coordinators have equal amount of pressure on them. And at some point, the playmakers got to make plays as well. If you're on the line, stay there. I see you full lines right now here on Burgundy and Gold today. We got to take a quick timeout. When we come back, the floor is yours. The floor is yours. 301 230 0980. Who has more pressure on them heading into Dallas week? Jack Del Rio or Scott Turner? Your call's next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. Dalton gets set. Chase Young got him. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Douglas in charge, movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you for about another half hour before we dish the rock to Craig Hoffman. He'll take you on your afternoon drive home. Right now, though, we're talking about Jack Del Rio and Scott Turner. Maga Jack and Shout Turner, as I like to call him. You're probably wondering why I nicknamed him Shout Turner. It was a week one thing, okay? Listen, give me a break. I nicknamed him Shout Turner. Because every time the offense gets on the field, it's a potential that you can shout. You'll be excited. But clearly, the past two weekends, this team has been outscored 46 to nothing in the first half. So I ain't shouting for nothing. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Uh-oh. Once I see this name on the line, I, I, I know something crazy is about to happen. Rev T, I'm mad that it took you this long to tap in with me. What's going on, man? Who has more pressure Heading into Dallas week, Jack Del Rio or Scott Turner? Oh, you old Bama Lionel. You know I be listening to the team now, Aiden supporting <laughs> you. You a, you a straight Bama, Lionel. You make sure you keep your bro boy voice. Don't let him get you too conditioned, man. <laughs> I'm proud you. I'm proud you on the air, but but you know I got a couple of things I want to get off my chest if you allow me a uh, real quick. I'm, I'm gonna be yours. good and I'm 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 gonna keep it clean. I'm well, you know, Rev C clean anyway. But I don't want to give CJ no no gray hairs. I, I mean, I know he ball. But anyway, though, uh, what, what I was trying to say is, you know, one thing about Scott Turner, and people keep kind of comparing him to his daddy. And I've said this several times on the Sports Revival. I just said it on Twitters, on the Twitters, what I call it, the Twitters. I said it on the Twitters, on Facebook, wherever the hell you follow me at, DC Hype Man Rev T, that is. Uh, that Scott Turner daddy was famous for running his offense, Norv, that is. You know why? Because he had a fullback in that offense. Once Scott Turner decided and determined that he's going to incorporate a true fullback to help chip block with that quarterback in, in, in the backfield, 
then you might see an offense that is sort of vital or, or kind of uh, adjusted to what his daddy was running that made his daddy successful. But now when it comes to Jack Del Rio, I'd rather watch Vanessa than to watch that defense that Jack be putting on the field. Did I say that right? You, you, you remember Vanessa, right? Yeah, Vanessa, old Vanessa. Right, right, right. So so at, at the end of the day, my brother Paulie, when I heard him call, uh, he said they need a, a exorcism right now. So you know what time it is now, Dale? What, what time is it, Rev T? Prayer time. Lord, help them, Lord. <laughs> Lord, save them commanders for going to Dallas and, and, and letting them get their bus whipped. Because when the Reverend come to party, y'all know we just check. Yeah, I'm going to Dallas. Lord, stop by Dallas at the 1 o'clock hour and just look over our commanders. I'm going to be praying. <laughs> and if you can't come back, send one of your brothers or one of your cousins or one of them bro bros that set up at the table and they that last something. Send somebody <laughs> to help the commanders beat the Dallas Cowboys. Y'all know who this is at DCI, man. Say it with me, Lionel. Rip T. I appreciate you, my man. man. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to, to your son, man. I appreciate you tapping in, Rev T. Man, oh, man. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've heard him do one of those. And the fact that he did it while I'm hosting, I don't know whether to be honored or what. But I'll say I'm honored. Look, the question at hand is the same, though. Who has more pressure on them heading into Dallas week, Jack Del Rio or Scott Turner? Now, if you all are really paying close attention, you notice I haven't given my official answer on this topic. Because I want to hear from you guys. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301 230-0980. We got about six callers left on the line here. We'll run through these six, and I'll give you my official answer to the question. Let's go to Little, who wants to tap in. What's going on, Little? Hey, Linnell. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for taking my call, partner. Of course. Look, both of them do. I got two issues I want to say. That young boy down to 757, he called it right. Everything, Every statement he made is correct. We got a soft mentality. And and then the thing about it, if your coaches are solved, your players are going to be solved. And one more other thing why I got you on the line, Anna Nell. Mm-hmm. I'm a betting man. I'm a, I'm a betting fan. But you better stay tuned. You know too, what I'm saying? I had Merle in the cover. If- I had Merle in the cover. But guess what? A lot of us take that play calling that he do personal. Personally, <laughs> me. I know. I hey, do, man, too. I'm going to let you go, man. Hey, look, I'll take it personal. If you're a gambling you see, man. If you don't tighten up. If you don't tighten up, man, this ain't the place. I mean, this ain't the time of the day, man. A lot of people struggling, paying bills, <laughs> betting. That's tighten real. that game, man. Tighten up. That's and I real. hope you hear this, man. It's not a threat. It's just that a lot of us betting fans, I feel we take it in personal. I feel hey, you. man, bless them. Let, them. let them call us get in here, man. I appreciate the call, my man. Look, if you are a gambling man, we'll take a trip to the dog pound. Before we get out of here, my top three underdogs for the week. Later on in the show, before we get out of here at 3 o'clock, I want to continue to hear from you guys. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Let's go to Rick in D.C. Rick, who has more pressure on them heading into Dallas week, Scott Turner or Jack Del Rio? Man, neither one of them jokers under pressure, man. Uh-oh. You know why? They're going to get paid regardless, man. They, if they let them go today, they still going to get paid. Not only are they going to get paid, Somebody else, some other team, some other friend, somebody else they play with that's coaching, going to pick them up as a, a, a coordinator or quality control or something of the sort while they still getting paid from the commanders. So neither one of them under pressure, man. And then the fact that they in the back pocket. Of- we lost them. I appreciate your call, my man. Look, we got to take a quick timeout. When we come back, 
actually, let, let, let's hit Roberto before we before we take this before we take the timeout. What's going on, Roberto? Scott Turner or Jack Del Rio? Who's got more pressure on them heading into Sunday? Oh, the police is trying to come and get me. Let me pull over. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm about to say, uh, listen. Whoa. I believe it's it's Scott Turner because of the fact that they scored 28 points in the last the first two games, and then skadoosh the last game. Yeah. Uh, the defense did improve a little bit, but uh, you can't you can't expect them to stay on the field all day. And that don't get any, you know, no any help, right? Right. I completely agree with you. So uh, I mean, the, the the thing is, like you said earlier, a square pig, a square pig on a round hole. You have an offensive line that is good, a great, a good, oh, above average pass. I mean, run blockers. Why are you doing so many passes? You run like like Paul said. Run the ball. Once you run the ball, bring run the ball and run the ball some more. That that slant to 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 Terry McLaurin will be there. The the the, the you know the drag route to 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 Thomas will be there. Not to mention you know the little screen work. Come on, man, get your get your pride out of the way. Just because you got the arm, don't mean you have to use it. Just because you're rich, don't mean you have to spend all your money. That's hey, what I'm saying. Hey, I appreciate the call, Roberto. Right. I, I, I completely agree with you. Look, I said it earlier. Washington has to establish an identity offensively before we see this team reach the heights that they're supposed to reach. And until they do that, it's going to be tough sledding. We had to take a quick timeout. When we come back, it's Wednesday. You know how we do before week four officially kicks off. My super six-pack, the top six teams in the National Football League, Entering week number four. That's next right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. McLaurin in stride for the first down. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Nine eighty and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Burgundy and Gold today, the new midday show here in town. The combination of myself, the legend, Scott Jackson, and the DOC, Rick Doc Walker, bringing you the best Washington Commanders coverage in town. Got expert analysis, fan reaction, and some of the biggest names in Burgundy and Gold history. I appreciate you all tapping in with me all show long about the heated discussion we had today. Who's got more pressure on them heading into Dallas, Jack Del Rio or Scott Turner? Right now, though, you know how we do on Wednesdays before Thursday night football kicks off tomorrow night. It is time for Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams across the National Football League. Number one, the Buffalo Bills. And they're still number one in my heart for a reason. Tough loss to Miami, but they're down several key starters on defense, and they were able to hold the Miami Dolphins to 212 yards of total offense. Buffalo, heading into week four, has got the second-best pass defense in football. They've got the third-best run defense in football. When it's all said and done, when that group gets healthy, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to have the ability to suffocate some teams on the defensive side of the ball. The second-best team in Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams across the National Football League, 
is the opponent the Commanders just faced this past Sunday, Jalen Hurts, in the Philadelphia Eagles. It was a dominant, and I truly do mean dominant, performance over Washington this past Sunday. You all know the numbers. They sacked Carson Wentz nine times. The combination of Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, when it's all said and done, is going to prove to be one of the top tandems in the National Football League. And defensively, defensively is where I'm really impressed with this Philadelphia Eagles football team. They held Washington to 50 yards of total offense in the first half, and they held them scoreless until the fourth quarter. The Philadelphia Eagles are a team to be reckoned with. They got a tough one Sunday against Dougie P and the Jaguars, but heading into week four, the Eagles, my number two team in the National Football League. My number three team in the NFL had a tough dance Sunday with the Buffalo Bills, but they got the upset. It was a great win for Tua Tagovailoa and company. That Dolphins defense is legit. And here's why. They can win in multiple different ways. We all know the arsenal that they have up front with the pass rush, but that secondary is no joke either. Anytime you hold Stephon Diggs in check, you hold Gabe Davis in check, you hold Dawson Knox in check. I mean, that's how you win the football game. Stephon Diggs targeted 12 times, only ends up with seven catches. Gabe Davis only ends up with five catches. I mean, this Dolphins secondary is legit, and they held one of the top offenses in football in check. They sacked Josh Allen four times in that football game. You all know how elusive JA-17 is. For you to be able to corral him and get him down to the turf four different times in the football game, it lets me know defensively this team is legit. We all know what they possess on the outside with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. They got a tough one tomorrow night against the Cincinnati Bengals. Short week, but I still like the Miami Dolphins against Cincy tomorrow night. The number four team in Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams across the National Football League, is the Baltimore Ravens. And I don't even think it's close. Part of me wanted to put them ahead of Miami, but head-to-head already Miami has come back and beaten the Ravens. I'll say this. Quarterback Lamar Action Jackson is playing out of his mind. Lamar Jackson has thrown 88% of his passes from the pocket this season and has completed 66% of those passes for nine touchdowns and two interceptions. Oh, by the way, he's also tied with Christian McCaffrey for the fourth most rushing yards in the National Football League. Uncharacteristically, this Ravens defense is the weak point in this team, but they did a lot to address those concerns this past weekend. They signed Jason Pierre-Paul to bolster that pass rush, and I do think it will pay dividends. The Baltimore Ravens, my fourth best team in the National Football League. My fifth best team in the NFL in Nell's Super Six Pack is the defending Super Bowl champions. Look, they lost week one against JA-17 in those Buffalo Bills. But ever since then, the Rams have been legit. They have been legit. Big win Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. And I will say this, the thing I love the most about the LA Rams is the two guys that they still have on the defensive side of the ball. It is an offensive-driven league. It is. But Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald having two of the top 10 players in the NFL defensively helps you out a hell of a lot. I think the Rams, once they get it figured out offensively, will end up being one of the better teams in the National Football League. My final team in Nell's Super Six Pack is the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes and company coming off their first loss of the season on the road against the Indianapolis Colts, you can chalk it up to what Ron Rivera's been saying here in Washington. The lack of complimentary football. Rookie Sky Moore had a fumble that set up Matt Ryan and company for an easy touchdown in that game. 
And if that doesn't happen, the Chiefs probably end up winning. The thing I love the most about this Kansas City Chiefs team, despite in East, excuse me, despite in recent years that defense has struggled, this year defensively, they're doing the damn thing. George Karloftis, Chris Jones, guys that can significantly affect the passer on a consistent down-in and down-out basis. I think that'll be the reason this defense stays afloat, and we all know what Patrick Mahomes is going to do. Yes, he lost Tyree Kill. Yes, he lost other weapons as well this offseason, but Travis Kelsey still there, one of the best tight ends in football. Juju Smith-Schuster coming into his own. They got Sky Moore. They are littered with weapons offensively, and I trust Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy to figure the damn thing out. The Kansas City Chiefs, my sixth team in Nell's Super Six Pack. I promised you Eric Bickle of the Sports Junkies. He's awake now. He was asleep when we tried to reach him earlier. When we come back, Eric Bickle set to join the show. We'll discuss yesterday's big topic. Is week four in Dallas a must-win game? That's next right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. is the Burgundy and Gold Today. Redskins are the world champions. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Burgundy and Gold Today. The new midday show here in town. Weekdays 12 to 3 right here. On the Team 980, the combination of myself, the legend, Scott Jackson, and the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. Speaking of legends, we're joined by a legend right now on the Team 980 guest hotline. You can follow him on Twitter, at EBJunkie, Eric Bickle himself, Mr. Commander himself, as I've coined him, set to join us. What's going on, EB? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good, man. You know we're bringing you on for a specific reason. I caught you in the hallway this morning. I said, EB, you are crazy. I told you you were Mm -hmm. crazy because yesterday we discussed here on the show that, look, Sunday in Dallas, in Jerry's world, against a backup quarterback to avoid falling to a wretched 1-3 and on the season, it's a must-win football game. You say otherwise. Why? Well, listen, I, obviously being 2-2 two and two is way more desirable than being 1-3. and three. I just think that we're in a fortunate circumstance where as we try to figure out our personnel here, specifically a quarterback and how he fits in with our offensive line with everybody else, that we have the luxury, thank God, <laughs> of having a weaker schedule. And I think they'll be able to survive, even if they, God forbid, lose to Dallas and get to one and three. We'll have our get-right game against the Titans after that. I, I don't have the schedule right in front oh, of me. Oh, don't worry, EB. We I, got that coming. We're gonna go through. We're gonna go out and pick the remaining fourteen games for the rest of the season before you get off of here. Right. Right. Well, listen. If we just have to get to a point where uh, we don't give up on the team in week three every year. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Um, you know, I, and, and listen, I, it's just so easy to pile on and blame Carson for everything. And they made a mistake and it's third team in three years and all the narrative that all the national guys are spewing. I didn't hear them saying that a week and a half ago. Mm, um, you didn't. but now everybody's all over that again. And the, 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 the commanders made a mistake. Maybe they did. It's very possible. They did, but I still have faith. Um, and it, 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 it but it's going to be a very difficult matchup this week. I mean, Dallas is a good football team. Uh, Cooper Rush, 
he's been pretty good. Yeah, he I've, I've, been, I've been kind of impressed. <laughs> um, so, you know, t- I actually think we have a much better shot of beating them than we do Philly. Um, but even if, God forbid, we lose, I don't think the season is over. I think we could still salvage it the rest of the way. Jay Gruden coined it a code red game a couple seasons back when the team took on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Right. This is Linnell's code red game, EB. Let me tell you why. If yeah. Washington is to fall to one and three and lose to the Dallas Cowboys Sunday, let's go through and pick them here. They got the Tennessee Titans at home. Let's just say Chase Young is not back for this football game. Do you think they right. beat the Tennessee Titans next week? They certainly are capable of it. EB says they beat the Titans. I say they beat the Titans. So if they yeah. lose to Dallas, you're now at what? Two and three after you face the Titans. Yeah. You go to right. Chicago on a short week on Thursday night football to take gotta on. Got to beat the Bears. Got to beat the Bears. You got to beat them. <laughs> now they're at three and three. They're at three and three. So I, there I agree. you go. There you go. But look, but look at what happens after that, EB. You're home for the Green Bay Packers. Let's assume we have Chase Young back. I still, even with Chase Young, I don't think they beat the Packers. You're now three and four. Unlikely. You're three Unlikely, and four. Yeah. You then got the revenge game against the Indianapolis Colts. And before Philadelphia this past Sunday, I would have said, oh, yeah, we're going to go into Indy and beat the Colts because Carson handles adversity better than anybody I've ever seen. But the way that he folded against the Philadelphia Eagles, I think it happens again against the Colts. Drop them to three and five now on the season. Well, if they lose to the Colts, we don't deserve anything. <laughs> I, I think we're going to beat the Colts. You think they'll beat the, they Colts? Lose, I, the Colts? The Colts, the Colts game to me is 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 the next biggest game on the schedule. That is a must win game. Must win game. We agree to disagree. Let's just say I'm the genius in this situation, and they're three and five after Indianapolis. You're at home for the return of Kirk Cousins. Now, I'm of the belief that, look, this Vikings offense is going to be too much for us to handle. You know Kendall Fuller can't stick with Justin Jefferson. Yeah, no, I, I had them losing to Minnesota. Three and six. Now it's no, your... but I disagree at the three okay. and six, though. So you have them at four and five. I have them at three and six. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Go ahead. I don't have the schedule look, in front of me. Now, Go ahead. Now, now we're, now we're, now we're on Monday Night Football against the Philadelphia Eagles. It's my birthday. Maybe they get a win for my birthday. I say they do because no, it's my birthday. I would give that to the Eagles. I'll give it to Philly. Philly's better than us. So now they're at four and six heading into the Houston Texans on the road. Now I'm what? assuming you, you have to be Houston. Beat. You got to be Houston. You're at five and six now. The Atlanta what? Falcons now into the next week. Got to beat the Falcons. You have them now at six and six. You got your yep. bye week, you got the Giants, and then you go on to bye, and then you got the Giants again. Do you think they split or win both of those games with the Giants? Well, if they lose to Dallas, they got to win both Giants. I got them winning both Giants games. Okay, so I that's no your No regard path. for the Giants. No Sorry. regard for the Giants. So then you got the San Francisco 49ers. You got them beating right? San Francisco. That game is a toss-up. I think that game's a toss-up. With the way that their defense has been playing, it's going to be tough. I'll say that. Hopefully at this yeah. point, EB, the offense has gotten in a rhythm and Carson Wentz is comfortable under center. Now, right. on New Year's Day, you got Deshaun Watson and the weird massage guy coming in here into your home crowd against the Browns. Do you Gotta think beat they them. beat the Browns? Gotta EB, beat the Browns. I yes. think you're crazy for thinking they're going to beat the Browns. Gotta beat the Browns. At that point, the Browns are probably going to be playing for their playoff lives as well. It's going to be who wants it more. And then you finish up the season at home against Dallas. Right, that you know, it probably come down to that game. You think they're they're? I'm telling you, it's not over. If they lose this week, it's not over. It's hard. They're going to have to win some. You know, they have to sweep New York and those kinds of things. Um, but there are plenty of mediocre-ish teams, and I understand it. We're mediocre. I get it. 
but I would much rather play other mediocre teams. They go. None of those teams you say really, you know, scare me. Except I guess Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I do agree with you so on that. Fine. From a talent standpoint, there isn't some type of glaring gap between Washington and the remaining teams on their schedule. I do agree with you with that. Right. I mean, now what's the likelihood that they actually pull this off and beat every team that they're supposed to? Probably unlikely. Right. But they they have the ability to do it. It's not over. If they can find a way. Listen, Carson's going to be a little erratic. He's going to he needs space. He needs time. We know this. Right. They're going to have to utilize the run game a little more. They're going to have to roll him out a little more. Obviously, going to have to go with the quick game a little better. Um, you know, he's going to have to play well, but he didn't have to play perfect. I think they're still learning each other. I say, I think Scott Turner's still learning what works best with Carson. I think Carson's still learning what works best with these personnel, with this offensive line, with these receivers. So I still think we're in that learning curve, and I think it's too early to give up on him. Now, if it does bomb and all the <laughs> national guys are all right mm-hmm. and Carson stinks, what I do know is – Ron Rivera hasn't earned the right to choose the next quarterback. Wow. At that point, we need a, a whole house cleaning. Now, let me Everybody's ask you this. Everybody's got to go. Let me ask you this, and I'll let you go on this, EB. I heard you guys talking about this this morning, I believe. If Washington, and let, let's just put a number on it, if Washington fails to win seven or more games, do you think Ron Rivera has earned enough leash to where he and this regime should come back next year? I don't know. It's, it's, if they, put it this way. If they decide they're moving on at quarterback, they have to move on with their coaching staff. Now that's interesting. They, they, haven't earned, they haven't earned the right to pick another quarterback. I don't want Ron picking our next one if <laughs> right. this one doesn't work out. AEB, look, I appreciate your time, my man. Always good talking ball with you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. You can follow him on Twitter at EBJunkies. And look, he makes great points. Really does. Now when I'm this is the first time I've really taken a look at the schedule with somebody else and really gone through and said, Can they win this game? Can they win that game? Can they win this game? Can they win that game? Anthony, I want to bring you in on this. And I'll ask you the question I just posed to E B. Based off of everything we heard this offseason about how year three was supposed to be the year this team takes a significant step forward. Whatever reason or whatever causes this to happen, let's say it happens. If this team fails to win seven or more games, has Ron Rivera and this staff earned the ability to come back next year and run it back? If they win less than seven games, really think about that before you answer. If they win less than seven games, the entire coaching staff will not be back. Coordinators will be fired and maybe, and I said and maybe, Ron Rivera. But at the same time, I don't think Ron Rivera is going to be gone, but I definitely think there's going to be changes amongst our coordinators. And that's where I'm frustrated at. Because, look, there are expectations for this group. And what's beautiful about the National Football League, and they give people media availability, it lets the fans get an inside look at, you know, what's going on internally within the building. Based off of everything Ron Rivera has said this offseason, about taking the big step forward with year three. We finally have the quarterback we want. If this team doesn't win seven games, everybody's got to go. Everybody's got to go. You know why? You know why? How many times can you watch the same thing over and over again? You won seven games in your first year. You've regressed in year two, but still managed to win seven games. 
with this schedule, if you're only if you're not able to get to seven wins, that's another regression. What head coach can survive two straight years of his team getting worse? That's my issue. And I know it's a multi-layered conversation and discussion, and hopefully the team performs well enough to where we don't have to be talking about this next week after Dallas. But I'm at the point right now, based off of everything that we've heard from Ron Rivera and all the moves that they've made personnel-wise, if this team regresses again this season, something's got to change. Something's got to change. I promised you that we'd get to my underdogs of the week. Let's take a trip to the dog pound. It's time to take a trip to the dog pound. Here is Nell's top underdogs of the week. Let's get to it. I need a dog in my life. Everybody needs a dog in their life. I'm going right to Thursday night football. We went two and one last week. I chose the Dolphins and I chose the Jaguars. This week, I'm picking the Dolphins again. They're underdogs on the road in Cincinnati based off of the health of Tua Tungavailoa. From all reports that we've heard from head coach Mike McDaniel, Tua is going to play in that football game. Our friends over at the FanDuel Sportsbook have Miami as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Give me that all day. I like Dolphins' money line. They win. I don't think this Bengals offensive line figures it out against this stout pass rush. My next underdog of the week, and it gets unchy with this pick. I like the Chicago Bears. They take on the New York Giants this week. We all know defensively the Giants have been a juggernaut to start the season, but they have not faced a quarterback with the dual-threat ability of Justin Fields. Yes, Justin Fields has struggled mightily to start this season, but this Chicago Bears defense is legit. I think they have the personnel to stop the running game with Saquon Barkley. Give me the Chicago Bears up against the New York Giants. My third and final underdog of the week relies resides right up by 95. Lamar Action Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens take on Josh Allen and the Bills this week. There are three-point underdogs at home. The bank is going to be rocking. I think Lamar Jackson and company get it figured out. Those are my three underdogs of the week. And if you look at the time, that's all we got time for here today. Linnell Willingham signing off here on Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson and Doc Walker back with you tomorrow. Next is the Hoffman Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 